I am Sarah Rainey, world traveler, speaker, author, and travel concierge. Over the years, I have lived a life full of passion and adventure through travel. Today, it is more important than ever to learn the secrets to creating a dream vacation. There is one thing you cannot get back, and that is time, so don't waste it. As your travel advocate, I want to share with you the secrets that I have learned over the years. Today, my podcast is going to be on the French Riviera or as the French call the Côte d'Azur. Now we're going to be stopping at a port of call called Via Frosemere. Oh boy, I do not speak French, so forgive me. Now this port town is known for its narrow, paved, picturesque medieval streets. And with its beautiful yellow, pink, and green homes, restaurants, art galleries, and gorgeous plants and flowers. Now, this charming fishing village is also known for its passageway under the harbor front houses called Dark Street. Built in the 14th century, it hid the town's inhabitants from pirates and served as a shelter for donkeys and goats. It even offered protection as recent as World War II when the Germans fired their parting shots in the area. This dark passageway was used in so many movies, especially during the 60s and 70s. Now, there are many places that you can visit on the French Riviera. One of the most famous is the Principality of Monaco. Now, Monaco is divided into four areas. Now, because of time, today I'm only going to cover Monaco, Ville, and Monte Carlo. That's Monaco, Ville, and Monte Carlo. Now, Monica Ville sits high on the rock, as you see when you're coming into port, and is the old fortified city, which is an open-air museum. Now, this includes Prince, Prince Rainier's palace and his, uh, his burial site, along with Princess Grace's burial site, and many, many other attractions up there. Now, their son, Prince Albert II, rules today. Now, they also had two girls, Princess Caroline and Stephanie. Now, Monte Carlo, of course, is known for the casino and the very expensive shopping area. In other words, if you have to ask how much it costs, you cannot afford it. It is considered one of the most glamorous and most expensive little stretches of land on the planet. An interesting fact about the casino is that the citizens of Monaco are forbidden to enter the gaming rooms. You have to have documents, passports, something to prove that you do not live there. Now, there is a dress code. There's a different dress code for in the afternoon than in the evening, and I believe there's a fee to enter. Now, nearby Nice has one of the longest and most beautiful beaches in the French Riviera, Brenton Beach. Now it's worth noting that this beach is made up of small pebbles, not sand. And it's also known for Villa Leopolda, the most expensive house in the world. It sold in 2008. Are you ready for it? Around 800 million dollars. Of course, it included the furniture. It was built in 1902 by a Belgian king for his mistress. In World War II, it was a military hospital. 
It has 11 bedrooms and 14 bathrooms and sits on about 50 acres. Now, it has a lot of history to it, not to mention the mistress, the last owner's husband was murdered. But that's another story. And wait, do you see the infamous person that bought it? This person has been, shall we say, in the news since our last election. My favorite place is Ease. Now this charming hilltop medieval village with beautiful cobblestone streets and hot pink Bourgainvillea is the must-see destination only if you are physically fit. If you have any type of handicap or you cannot walk very well or you're on oxygen, do not go up there because you are on top of a hill, a mountain. Now, this particular area, like I said, is a must-see. It is a medieval village. It is famous worldwide for its views of the sea from the hilltop. It has hotels there, beautiful shops. It's just absolutely beautiful to wander around and to get lost in. It is a castle up on top of the hill. Now, interesting facts about the French. Okay, um, One of the things that I found out that I thought was very interesting is that the French believe that lunch is more important than profits. So they will close their shops, their stores, anything down except the restaurants from 12 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Now, when you're eating, a couple things to remember. It is not the United States. The food is different. It is smaller portions and it is different. Don't ask for a bread plate. They don't really give, uh, bread is um, almost sacred in, in France. It's called le pain. Now, there are a few points of etiquette to keep in mind when you're eating bread or le pain in France. Bread plates aren't provided at restaurants. It is perfectly acceptable to keep your bread on the table if you do get it. Butter is not usually provided as a bread spread except perhaps at breakfast. Bread is sacred in France. So in other words, don't be a loaf with a loaf. Don't pull off a great big slab of it and start eating it. Rather than filling up on bread before your meal arrives, it's best to wait and consume it alongside your meal. Break off little bite-sized pizzas to place in your mouth as you eat. Now, don't expect the waiter to bring you a meal. Uh-uh. Unlike in the United States, you can stay there all day long if you wish to do so. When you want the bill, you, will, you can ask for it. Don't order coffee, tea, or soft drinks with your meal. Order wine. You're in France. You order wine. And one other interesting fact is do not eat your salad before your meal. In Europe, it is considered an, a digestive aid. Of course, they eat with a knife in one hand and a fork in another there as well. When you're eating a salad, too, I almost forgot about this. Do not cut your lettuce. You kind of just kind of swirl it around your fork and then eat it. Now, no, no. Do not ask for a doggy bag anywhere in Europe. One other thing, uh, just to let you know, um, 
they love their dogs over there. But unlike the United States, their dogs are free to go anywhere they want to go. And that includes, I do mean go. So watch where you step. You might find a little deposit made by French Fifi along the way. So do be a little bit careful. Now, I am on to my next port of call. Can't wait to get there. So join me next time for another port of call. Thank you for tuning into my podcast today. I invite you to visit my blog on sarahrainey.com. And if you would like information on having me be a guest speaker at your next event, please visit livingalifeofpassionandadventure.com. Until next time, this is Sarah Rainey, your travel concierge.